Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're hearing this. What's <laughs> up? Hey, y'all. We still ain't got no no intros. Our intros is still ass. We be trying to be creative and act it out now. We're but and, and we just can't We're get forever with it, y'all. But it don't matter. So you're still here listening. So we want to say what's up. Welcome back again yes. to the Mr. and Mrs. Coach King podcast. Mm-hmm. We want to say shout out to all of our people in the Czech Republic. You, is that even how you pronounce it? Czech Republic. Is is that how you pronounce it? I think so. You say it. How you say it? Whoever Zek. the followers Zek. are from the Zek Republic, as Shout my husband is saying, we appreciate you. We checked our analytics and we seen that we we, we international now. Yes. So, so we out. speak different. Yeah. We we, <laughs> we, we gotta talk we're, different we're, today. We're, we're coming with our Zek voice. <laughs> but uh, hey, check no, it out though. Seriously, if it's your first time listening, we want to say welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, brace yourself as we enter conversations and have discussions about the things you're thinking about, the, the shit you want to say, but, but you, you just not saying say it. it. Yeah. And shout out to all of our returners. Welcome back. Hey, mm-hmm. we hope last week's episode touched you. And if it didn't, this one definitely going to get you because you could relate to this one right here. Facts. Uh, you know, please leave us ratings, reviews, subscribe, subscribe to our channels on <laughs> Apple, Spotify, everywhere, wherever you listen at. And uh, share with a friend. There you go. Share <laughs> with a friend. That's simple. And uh, that's all it is. But I want to say this. It be your own niggas. Period. Let's just drop, drop mic. the mic. Yeah. We're going to drop it right there. Let's keep it silent real quick. It- there we go. Bentley was scratching itself if y'all heard anything <laughs> else. <laughs> but no, we want to hop into it. And I want to start off because we didn't get a chance to, I didn't get a chance to um, discuss it because of the timing of the announcement. But I do want to congratulate Senator Kamala Harris of California. Okay. And okay. Um, okay. she is now the running mate for Biden. Double and salute. I'm super excited for her to be a woman, to be a woman of color and everything that she is representing. So um, she is also my sore war. She is also a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Um, she is a woman. And I just say woman because she actually represents a variety of different races. I actually had to do my research and um, just kind of pinpoint what it is that I wanted to know about Kamala because I feel like all I was hearing was just people dragging her name so I wanted to to know about her I wanted to know who she was where she came from what she did before she ran for a major uh presidency um candidate so I just wanted to do my own research so I realized that she is Asian black and Indian And has a little bit of Jamaican in her. Her, I think her father had Jamaican in her. So this is even more larger than I feel like we're even even looking at it. She represents a variety of different races, you know, and she is in a position of power and she is a woman. First and foremost, she is a woman, and that is something I feel like. Yes, black black woman. woman. So, but like I said, I didn't want to just categorize her as just that's just what she is because she's more than that, and I respect that. Um, I have just been doing a little bit of research when it came to women in politics and how um, we're viewed, how we're respected, and where we rank at. And I've been learning that women in politics is harder than any of us probably even think like for her to get as far as she did is a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. 
if you haven't she, noticed, she's worked hard. She's worked hard. She's worked hard, but she also had to um, present herself in a way that is acceptable. Like she to had corporate to, America. Yeah, she had to you. always lead. She had to always lead in a way that represents her qualifications. I'm qualified for this job. That's what any woman going into politics, if they want to win, they have to lead with their qualifications versus a man, a white man, black man, whatever. You can look at him and just assume that he's qualified. But you see how Trump is trying to drag her saying what she's qualified for and what she's not. I, I and say, I feel like it has something to do with her being a woman, especially a woman of color. I'll say this. Being in politics... The nature of the beast is, is that, you know, you're going to be political, meaning that you're going to please one side, displease another side. You're going to do for this class, forget this class. Um, you're going to do for this race versus this race. And the reason that that is, is because the way that the American system is made for politics, justice, etc., it was never made for black people. It was never made in favor of black and brown people, right? So here's the thing. I agree with you. She did have some obstacles to go through just by the color of her skin, just by her being a woman. Absolutely. But in the midst of all of that too, Kamala Harris did not have a perfect record. Um, and I'm not here to talk about, you know, voting right now. But what I'm going to say is she's not perfect. You know, um, she's not perfect. But I think that, she was probably the best candidate or running mate that he could have chose. And you I know? was going to say um, that. And that's probably what I'm going to say, because Kamala has done wrong in California to black people, mm -hmm. what people don't know. Um, Kamala Harris, you know, in California, when she was the D.A., you know, she uh, she, she was the D.A. in California. She had in uh, San Diego, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she, when she is the D.A., she had an opportunity to you know, uh, help black and brown people um, when it came down to the crime, uh, you know, uh, and she helped in some ways. Like, you know, she did play a role in the mass incarceration um, early I on. That. Uh, but that comes with the job, though. Exactly. And it that's where I was hitting. Like, it's, However, it, it was being, a part of her responsibility. She didn't have no choice. If if you're in that type of power, you have to you could only do but what you could do, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't feel like she was just sitting on the throne, not doing anything. I feel like she considered her roots where she came from and she tried to make it better to the extent in which she could. I'm not making an excuse for her, but I do feel like there was reason on why she did what she did during the time she right, did I mean, it. It was the nature of the job. I think when it comes to her, it's about is the new Kamala Harris better than the old? I mean, it's the so, same thing with Biden. So, we don't know. We have right, to just... Right, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying they, they are a perfect, you know... Duo. They're not a perfect duo. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. And everybody needs to be woke to that. They both have done wrong to people. You see what I'm saying? Um, they have done wrong to black people specifically. Uh, I'm not saying they're perfect, but I'm going to say... Look here, they they better than what's in office now. I will say that. They're going to be better. But here's the thing. I'm not saying better for black people. I'm not saying that because, you know, it's not about, look, really for real, for real, when we really cut to the chase, man, most of these politicians not really looking to 
help the betterment of the black condition because that's a systemic thing. It's it's above their pay grade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to take a lot of them to want to do it to make it happen. I mean, unfortunately, some people that um, are presented with that opportunity, they use black the black vote more for a beneficial type of thing yeah, at the time yeah. and then when they get there then it's like you know and I think you. that's the problem that people also have with Obama is that they felt like he was all for us going through it and then once he got to his position he didn't do what he promised they would do but from my understanding there are a lot of steps to get to where we want to get to and my issue with people dragging Kamala is because not only is she breaking barriers right now racial sexes barriers right now but she's also in a position that any one of us could have been in but we are not taking the responsibility to do it so if you're going to sit here and uh drag a woman who is the first to be in a position that she's in and we've broken so many barriers to even get there like look how far we've it's taken us to get there absolutely so if you're gonna sit here and break her down and and right her wrongs or whatever and make her seem like she's the villain how about you step up and, and put that same energy that she's been putting in to making a change the same way she has but do it differently and you know what we don't press enough as a culture as a community that we need to get millennials in office Mm -hmm. we don't we don't even see the value of voting let alone being a president Mm -hmm. do you ever hear i mean how rare is it for you to hear a child say that they want to be president though i mean you i don't even know how many kids are out here saying i'm sure there are because when you're a kid you dream big like that yeah. you know what i mean but um, what is what is it that's taking us away from it like once we're uh, kids I mean, we want to be a I president mean, but then when you, you you're taught to dream smaller yeah you know what i'm saying Ooh, uh but jewel drop um but when it comes to me with kamala like i said she's not perfect but i do understand the position she's in she's going to take so much hell because she's a black woman yes yes and and, and, and at the end of the day it's not about you know what you feel about her political side of her what you think about her character in the past you know about when she didn't get uh the police investigated when when she could have when mm-hmm. she rightfully had the position and power to do so in California you know what i'm saying so my whole thing is it's not about her positioning of where she used to be Correct. it's about right now where she's elevating to know where she's at and what she's up against and what she's going towards yes you know what i'm saying and at the end of the day i'm i don't vote for a person you know just to vote like if i'm a vote for a person i'm voting because i i I agree with something that you've said something that you what they're going to do what you represent Mm -hmm. um and then ultimately it just comes down to yeah do i like your character would i sit in the room with you mm-hmm. and really be okay with sitting in the room with you or would i be uncomfortable you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day you could be a good person at heart and have total belief disbeliefs that from the things that i believe in you you know you might not believe what i believe but if you got a good heart and character i think that i could deal with you you know what i'm saying and hey like this, Donald Trump, we know how he's running. You know, he, he he won the first time on, you know, just disenfranchising black people. You know, um, that's what he did. And he's going to do that again. That's how Clinton won. That's how Reagan won. That's how Trump won. And 
that's his that's his that's his game plan you know what i'm saying and at the end of the day Batten and kamala they might even have that same thoughts of that he has the thing is they not vocal you know what i'm saying they not vocal about it and and look maybe you somebody might say well damn i'd rather respect a motherfucker who who rather say it to me than had it from me you know what i mean but at the end of the day like tori saying it is us as black people who shouldn't be tearing her down literally because that's she like, is a black woman yes and we can't be a part of the tear down of her you know we can't be a part of that it be your own niggas like we can't be the niggas it's like no nah, she ain't doing what she's supposed to do she ain't this she ain't that we supposed to because we already know what she's up against we know that she's going to deal with that being in that office and being that face we know that so why don't we come together and mm-hmm. root her on and make a change if you don't want her to be in office for the things that she did look you got to think about what you up against it's either trump or her you know what I mean? I Trump mean, or, or her and Biden. So you really got to, we got to put ourselves, if we really want to be those niggas, let's be those niggas that's supporting her, that are be there Be them niggas voting. that go out to the polls. Yes. Be them niggas that's sending that mail-in ballot, even though Tory got her own thoughts on that listen, ballot. Listen, no, we're not about to do that. What we about to do. <laughs> U.S. Postal Service is about to go out listen, of business messing with Trump. Listen, that's he, a he, whole he trying to fix it another pod we just going briefly touch on this but i'm telling y'all please 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 if you haven't already please register to vote you can easily google how do i register to vote in my state and it's very very easy it only takes a couple minutes on top of the fact i highly suggest that you actually go and vote physically check not, your deadline check yeah, your yes. state deadline on when it is to I be think registered pennsylvania and it's on your state website i think pennsylvania is october. october 21st to be exact so please make sure you guys are registered to vote and that you're actually going to vote it's not just about being registered you actually gotta do the work behind it so um you know all of this talk all of this talk has just reminded me of me being in corporate and what happened it being your own niggas in corporate what happens in corporate bro let me tell you put me d because i don't know I never really been in corporate. You know, exactly, but you you can give your opinion on. I don't know business what corporate corporate look like on on business from a business standpoint or a CEO standpoint. I'll give it from a corporate um a corporate worker like an employee an employee which which I once was. So I'll give it from that point. So when I first entered the corporate world, it was literally right after college. Um, I literally was only graduated for a week and I hopped right into the work field. I worked for a financial institution and um, I was kind of like a customer service rep. I was dealing with people on a daily basis and um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with life. I think uh, that was something that my mom always did was in involved in financial institutions. So I just kind of took that route. But once I got there and I'm like, you know, trying to learn things, I'm noticing that women who look like me aren't even helping me. They're actually looking at me like I'm some type of threat or like I'm some type of a nuisance if I'm asking questions. Like one thing that I noticed is that when I'm in when when I was in the corporate industry, a lot of women who I looked up to that would have been considered a mentor that I would have thought would have been a mentor or kind of put me under their wing um, was not that at all. I've had incidents where someone who I 
it was a soror, <laughs> someone who actually uh, put me in a position as if I was stealing money from a finan- the financial institution I was working for. Hold up, back it up. Wait, wait, wait. A black woman. <laughs> a black woman. Basically put you in a position mm-hmm. to make it as if I stole you money. Were stealing money yes. from this bank. From this bank. Basically putting you in a position where I could lose you're my job. Committing a crime. I com- I'm committing a crime. That was defamation of character. Damn. That was and she was a superior. Like she was she wasn't my superior, but she was a boss. So for you to even put that in the air, it's like first of all, sis, and I think it was only like five hundred dollars. First of all, sis, let's be clear. There was more than five hundred dollars in this motherfucking bank. If I wanted to steal some money, <laughs> I would have took this whole shit out. Like I'm not just grabbing what's five hundred dollars going to Niggas ain't putting their lives and their freedom on the line for five hundred dollars. For five hundred. I was so pissed. I didn't even know how to handle it. I feel like the uh, they had at the time, they probably still do have this. They had like a hotline where you can call in and say if you have an issue with somebody and you could be anonymous, da da da. That shit was bullshit. Like, I feel like none of the um, good thing I had a good relationship with my bosses at the time to let them know, like, no, she's always been giving me issues. But this was just a cherry on the top. But it's like there's people who don't look like me who are willing to help me, even if it's to an extent. That's one thing I did notice. You're right. You're definitely right. I want to interject if I may, because it's like. A lot of the. Even a lot of the advice, you know, that I've gotten or received from people in business, mm-hmm. a lot of them been, have been white. Mm. See, because this is the thing with them. I will say that a lot of them have been white. I feel like in corporate now that was in, that's in business and we won't get to you. But in corporate, I feel like people of, of uh, that do not look like me because I'm not going to put a certain race on it. But people who do not look like me are the ones who have helped me, meaning they have wanted to see me elevate to a certain extent. Now, I feel like there's a cap with them, with those type of people. Some of them don't want to see you rise all the way to the top and pass their ass. They don't want to see that. But there is a certain limit. However, when it comes to people who do look like me, I feel like they felt as if I wanted to take their job as if I was coming, I was, I was hired to take their job when sis, this is just temporary. You've been here for 10 years. I'm not trying to stay here that long, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. to me, I would think going into that type of industry being around people who look like me, those are the people who are supposed to help me. But I learned it be your own niggas. It definitely do. Because it's like this. People, it's like, and I'm going to say, I believe it be the generation older than us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That generation after, like right before us, you know what I mean? That really be looking down on us because they'll look down on our generation mm-hmm. as if we were lazy. Yep. As if, you know, where we're doing too much mm-hmm. as if we're taking shortcuts. Yeah. When all we because just... all because we're utilizing technology. We're learning yep. that this working hard shit for the rest of your motherfucking it's life not it. is not where it's at. You Having can't tell us. You can't tell it. us now. But the problem becomes is that they so insecure mm-hmm. and stuck in their way. And, and they so there you go. Yep. They're so scared yep. that they don't that they actually resent us for having the courage to do yep. what they don't have to do. Instead of See, 
learning or, or what they want to do. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. And, 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 and a lot of learning. people watch this. What I've realized is when it comes to hate, hate is a hate and love relationship. Yes, it you is. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You love everything I'm doing, but you hate that it ain't you. Mm-hmm. You hate that you can't do what I'm doing right no, now because you're so scared. Niggas. And it be, be your, your own, own niggas. niggas. In corporate, it be your own niggas in business because I am sick and fucking tired. Excuse my language, but I gotta say it because I got we got some Christian listeners that listen to this, mm-hmm. and y'all cuss too, nigga. But <laughs> I want to say it like this: I'm tired of black people. Go in. And I don't know if this happened with white folks. And so email me, shoot me a DM, a comment, and let me know if this happened with y'all. But with black people, and I know black people, I've been black for 29 motherfucking years. <laughs> but black people, y'all got to stop it with going to a business owned by a black person and asking or expecting a motherfucking discount or a percentage off or a certain, mm. you know, type of incentive to get what you're trying to get. Just because you're bringing the business. Go in that shit and shop like you going to shop at Macy's. Go in there and shop like you would at Foot Locker. Mm -hmm. You go into a black business, man, and you, and and, and look, you pay the price. This is the price that they want. You have an option to pay it or not. You do not have the right to negotiate another person's price. Mm -hmm. Pay what they want you to pay and go the fuck on about it. Here's what you can expect. You can have an expectation to have good customer service when you walk in. Mm -hmm. You can have an expectation that they open on time. You can have an expectation that you're going to do what you said you will do. You can have those type of expectations. Professionalism and and things like that. Mm -hmm. But do not expect somebody to just do a service for you yes. give a product to you for free yes you can't expect we gotta that stop y'all because they- y'all we're not giving back to our communities by discounting ourselves that's not how that shit works like you actually have to like give your money like you would anybody else like you would go into another brick and mortar that wasn't owned by a black person with the same type of energy if you going in with what may be a bartering man, it is up to that individual to accept that barter. Yes. If, if they, they don't, don't want, want that to, barter, you got to pay the price. You got to pay the cash. Yeah. All I'm saying is, man, I'm not mad at the folks who, who want discounts. We all want discounts. You or know, we're free frugal. Shit. We like, like free shit too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, you pay somebody's worth. I, I don't go in no business like, yo, let me get a little off of this and that. I don't do that because that shit's wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's and, you basically telling somebody else, like, I, I want to compromise your price right now. I don't think that you're worth what you're telling me that you're worth. I just don't think that. But what you don't understand is some of the times when people's prices is high and they've been in business for a while, that's because they have a lot of knowledge and you're paying for that time. And you're paying that for that experience. Into that. That's why the price is the way that it is. Well, at the end of the day, man, I'm going to say it like this. I'm all for paying a higher price. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. For quality. But watch this though. Quality has to match yeah. the price. Yep. The only time I can really see a customer complaining mm-hmm. is when the quality of the service or the product yep. don't match the price. Yep. It gotta match to yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? And that's what everything. You can't tell me that okay this is gonna cost you $200. Mm-hmm. 
but the quality of the service, the is quality of the professionalism, the quality of the business or the product is half of that. It's ninety dollars. Yeah. I don't think that I should be paying two hundred for that. Mm-hmm. And here's my thing. Businesses, because you ain't off the hook either. You got to stop charging motherfuckers oh, by the financial class that they are in. <laughs> yes. Facts. You got to stop. Because, see, look, we... I, had, I ain't going to say the business, boo, but I had a person charge me something just because I was Coach King. Just because I was Coach King, I got charged something. Right? Mm. How many people paid you with what I just paid for? Yeah. I'm not mad at you. True. But how many people paid you the amount of money that I just, that I just paid? Yeah. Because I know everybody didn't. Come on, man. Yeah. You can't be overpricing niggas. And another thing, like if you have somebody that let's say that your that uh your services cost uh two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars, whatever, if you have someone that's actually paying that price, then that means you are worth that money. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If Absolutely. you don't have let's say that you are only charging um like you you put your prices up to $250 whatever and nobody's paying that but everybody's paying 125 or nobody's budging or they're just you know what I mean like it's not a problem for them to do the 125 but the 250 nobody ain't doing it you're not worth that yet bro like you gotta work your way up there like absolutely so and and and, and the customers will let you know yeah, what they you're will. worth like this is just too hot but if, if you, you gotta be careful with that too oh you damn sure got to like because you, you gotta understand them. when it comes to business uh, I don't know how other businesses um, rate makes their price range, but mm-hmm. you know, smart way to do it is the first thing is you just got to know your numbers as a business. You know, you got to know your audience the amount. You got to know the amount of money and capital you need to break even. Yes. You know what I mean? You got to know what do I got to make to break even? What are my expenses and stuff like that? So when you know that you set your prices at a range of, okay, what are your goals for your business? What are your financial goals? You know what I mean? And for your business, you got to understand how, okay, with all your expenses, including employees, insurance, taxes, all that, blah, blah, blah. You know your expenses. And then you got to know, okay, but we're trying to, and we want to take the business to here. This is the next goal. And I need to raise this amount of capital. So you got to do the math to see how much, it would take the break even and put that into to the price. And, and that's then how you, you get your calculations and calculate, you know, OK, well, this is how much I need to make versus, you know, to get to that next level, to get me to my business at the next level. That's just a basic way. Everybody does it differently. But. If you're doing it that way, my whole thing is just be consistent with your charges. Mm-hmm. Don't be hitting niggas with different prices on, you, because they got more money and you know they got more money than somebody else. Here's my thing. If somebody needs financial aid or assistance and you choose to help them and give them a discount, that's between you and that customer. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I've done it plenty of times. I've done it. I know. But understand that any client with us I'll tell you this right now. If they ever came to us and they know that and said, yo, King, this is a little high, like, and I got kids that stand the third. I want to keep going. Like, I don't know what to do. We have those type of conversations with our people. You know what I'm saying? But on that's how on they could, us. Yeah, that's, that's what on, we decide to do. You know what I'm saying? But we don't charge. We got a price list. This is the price. Yeah. And this is that. You see what I'm saying? 
businesses go on sale when they want to go on sale. Yeah, you, you don't can't. ask them to go on sale. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But all in all, though, let me say this, too. It be your own niggas to fr- with friends when people are starting businesses. Mm. Let me explain something to you. When, if somebody, shout out to everybody that's starting a brand that started an LLC over this COVID uh, pandemic. Um, shout out to everybody that's that's already thinking about right now creating and starting a brand. Let me yes. tell you something. Do that shit, man. Facts. Make that shit happen and, your and work your ass off and and make and start building something you know for your kids and your future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead, shout out to you, man. Go ahead, make that shit happen. Let us know how we could support. You know what I mean? Let us know what we could do. We help out any any way that we can. We'll give you a shout out on the pod, whatever. Um, so shout out to you. However, now friends, friends. of everybody who's starting a business. Let them. me explain something to you, man. Friends. If you not the first customer of your friends, then you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. We don't need those type of friends. I wholeheartedly agree. You need I ain't, I ain't saying you got support every day. No. I ain't saying you got bad every month. You got walk in their store every day. You got share their posts all the time. No, you don't got to do that. Mm-hmm. But you should be their first customer. Yeah. And you should be that even if it's that word of mouth friend. It like, don't matter. Like, you I could be their first customer. Even if you don't like it. Let's say your friend is doing some hair and you just not fucking with it. Like... At the end of the day, that's still your friend. So you still need to support them in the best way that you know how. You could be the best critic because yeah, you're their friend. Exactly. You could be like, all right, sis, how like, can you, I, criticize you need to learn how to do had. X, Y, and Z. Exactly. And I think with friends and when it comes with friends in business, especially if you're transitioning over from corporate to now having your own business, I do understand that you got to give friends time to adapt to the fact that, oh, now you're working for yourself. So now uh, the responsibilities that you have and concerns that you have are completely different from what they have or what we've had in the past, whatever. But at the end of the day, you can't put no no price or no tag or nothing on support. Support could be you sharing a post. Support could be you purchasing something support can be you referring something support can be from a variety of different forms just checking on your friends ain't my girl got it my girl own got some nails you know what i mean uh you my family yo i'm gonna make sure you get it for free no Mm -hmm. nigga if she's getting if your family getting it for free you paying for it facts that's how they get it for free because you pay for it you know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. be no. Nah, put money in your girl's pocket then. Facts. Don't send. Don't don't expect her to do that shit off credit. Hell no. Nah. That's Just her that's talent. Your girl, yep. That's not support. That's not. It's not support, man. You pay pay people, man. And support shouldn't come with you wanting something back in return. Like support should be like I don't know what my me sharing a post is going to do, but hopefully it reach somebody and it get into the right hands. And you know what I mean? Like you can't have a limit to your support. Like oh, I'm only going to support them when it's free oh i'm only going to support them when it's beneficial to me and what i'm doing in life that's not how support works like there is no cap to it either you do it or you don't yes absolutely your friends absolutely that's what i'm saying that's another way you could support if you wanted to you could use you could you if you got the financial resources to invest in them and you believe in them and they could show you a good business plan and got Mm -hmm. a good vision for the direction they could show you you know maybe some paperwork and some numbers of what they've been doing and projections Hey, invest in your friends. And I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, I want to shout all my my best friends out. They know who they are. Call them out. (laughs) Call them out. 
Okay. Ayana, Whitney, Paul. <laughs> It's my baby. She, she, she went crazy. Them is, them is my day ones, my day ones. But hey. anywho, I want to shout my best friends out because they already know, like, when it came to me wanting to be an entrepreneur, they was on board. They hopped right into it. Right. It wasn't no, they didn't ask for no discount. They didn't, they didn't ask for nothing. Okay. You know what I mean? They kind of just hopped straight on board when the time presented itself and it's vice versa. Anytime they got something going on, we do the same thing. Like, it, that support, I don't think people realize how far that support can go. Like just having that that group of people behind you cheering you on that don't want to see you do anything but be great. You don't know. You always say like your next blessing can come from a actual person. So just support your friends. And let me say this. <laughs> I'm going to shout my niggas out because my niggas get fat and they know I'm a trainer and they re- <laughs> refuse to even hit me up and ask me about shit. So that's support right there because them niggas is like, fuck it, that nigga not going to trade me for free. So <laughs> I ain't about to. What you I ain't, say? They real I'm about just, it. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and eat, nigga. Listen. <laughs> so shout out to all my fat niggas that, that, that be with me all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I cannot. This is my guys, though. Straight up. But hey, let me say this, though. Speaking of uh, relationships you know relationships friendships and shit friendships let me say this about it be your own niggas I'm tired of niggas fucking peer pressuring they friends to do some shit that they don't want to do mm. a real friend will allow you to be yourself yeah a real friend gonna allow you if I'm going right and you going left a real friend gonna be like you know what oh I got an example y'all <laughs> I got a story go ahead I'm gonna, I just got excited go ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead go ahead so my story is once I got married I felt like or once I was engaged or whatever I felt like there were certain situations where I was being treated different because I was now in a marriage or or being led towards marriage. And there were certain things I did not want to do anymore. However, instead of peer pressuring me, I was just left out. Like it was just, you know, that's just the shit that happened. And you know, I've expressed my feelings about this before, but this is something I feel like that happens anytime there's something new that happens in people's life, whether that's a marriage, whether that's a baby, whether that's a new move, whatever the case, the people that travel with you as you make those transitions, those are the people that you need to stay with. Listen, just because you got married don't mean you are on lockdown. If anybody is in a marriage mm-hmm. and it's a lockdown type of relationship, they need to work on their marriage. That's all I'm going to say. Your yeah. marriage, God never ordained a marriage to be a jail cell. And it was never supposed to be a cage. And it should never you know, offend you if your friend is getting in something that's making them happy. Nah, you know what I mean? Or better than themselves. in and of itself, too, people got to realize, yeah, your friends are going to change, though. Mm-hmm. They kind of have to. They can't to have grow. you. A, they yep. can't really, as a real friend, I can't be, if I'm in foolishness, I really can't bring you around my shit. Exactly. Because I have enough respect for you. I got enough respect for you to not bring you around my bullshit that can involve you getting caught up when you're not even doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Because it's all about what it looked like. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's the one thing that your friends do got to change. You know what I mean? And I respect that. And I respect those friends that do change. But don't think that that change means that this person can't go out, have fun no more. That don't mean that. That you can still girls night yeah you can still there's still stuff that y'all could do still, together and yeah, it's, it's, it's up to y'all to figure that out you if, know what if, i mean if you in a marriage and you got a man and he's telling you you can't have girls night 
you gotta tell this nigga to like, yo, you got to let me get a little bit of me time. Let like, my boobs breathe. Let me Shit. move, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck did? What the <laughs> fuck is you like? What's up? Why? Why can't I breathe? And and vice versa. Like, as a woman, man, like you gotta let that man. Be a man. Yeah, let him breathe. Do. Let him go you out gotta, and watch yeah. some sports. Let him have a beer you with the fella. Let him. Yeah. You know what I mean? My man Pop said it, man. Hey, you let me, you let me go out and run the streets, man. I come back and I'm gonna love you better. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta let him have so, fun. So you gotta hang. You gotta let the man hang out. Uh, but let me get back to this peer pressure thing. When it comes to fitness, mm. let me be the first to tell you that misery loves company that's not Facts, just in a relationship we that go through is this on with a our fitness clients journey all the i'm time. telling you right now out of my mouth that you are going to get on a fitness journey if you're not already on a fitness journey i'm telling you once you start one and and make the decision that today's the day that you're going to start you're going you're going to reach this so let me yeah. tell you before it happens okay and if you're already on a fitness journey is my it might be happening to you currently right now but here's what i'm saying there's going to be people along the way that are going to start to discourage you. Mm-hmm. They were actually God sent to discourage you. <laughs> like literally what I'm saying, t- what I'm saying is, is that you're going to start losing weight mm-hmm. and people are going to start saying, Oh, you're, you're getting, getting too skinny. skinny. You're oh, getting it's just thin. a burger. Oh, oh, it's just this. You can't have this. You can't have you that. You have a quick drink. Making they, you compromise your goals, your mm, personal goals. There you go. That ain't a friend. That ain't support. And let me tell you, it be your own niggas. It do, because your own niggas is going to be the one that's going to be the first ones to tell you that, oh, so now you think you better than everybody else because you lost some weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got confidence. So you wearing a crop top now while we all, oh, so you different now, huh? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't try to dim my light Facts. because you got insecurities mm-hmm. and you don't have the courage to go work on your insecurities. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Don't don't rub that off on me. But your mm. own niggas will do that to you. Facts. You know what and I'm I saying? Really, you got to be yes. careful about yes. that because when they rubbing that shit off, it ain't that they don't love you. It's that that they hurt. Yeah. And they, and they too got scared. some shit to deal with. You see what I'm saying? They too yeah. scared to deal with their own shit. Yeah. So they want to rub that off on you. So so don't allow them to fuck up your man like that. And, and let me tell you this. Stop giving a fuck about what people think. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you on that fitness journey, you don't got to give a damn about what nobody think. You ain't got to be afraid about what anybody going to say about you. Because guess what? They got shit they got to work on too. Yeah. You gonna they be not so the strongest high. motherfucker in the world. You going to be so high elevated that you ain't even going to really be paying attention to them anymore because they're not a part of your everyday. You got to be able to separate yourself from that sometimes. I've been in situations where I felt like I wasn't growing as an individual. You weren't doing nothing for me. I'm not doing nothing for you. There's no point for us to still continue to try to be friends. Like, I don't care where we are in life or or, or where you came into my life at or what mm-hmm. point. But you got to be able to realize that there are people in your life for a season. And there's also people who are designed just to tear you down and make you realize what you really want not only just in a friend, but in yourself. Because sometimes people could be a reflection of you. So something that you don't like about them could really be God just saying like, yo, you do the same shit. So you need to, 
you know, fix it, you know? So it's just all about how you take that experience and how you learn from it because it's not a bad experience. It's really just growing pains. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and I want everybody for real, for real to really take the moment and look at your life and think like, yo, when have I been that nigga? Mm -hmm. Like, like check have I been that nigga? Have I been that nigga to any of my friends and any of my homies? Because I was once. Yeah, me too. I was once. Like, it'd be your own niggas. Like, real shit. Because that's what, that's most of the time it does come from being selfish. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You might not realize that you're being selfish, but... At a time, depending on where you're, what you're going through, your your atmosphere, your environment, that's just how it's going to come out. And your friends is either going to work through that with you because they know who you are at the core or you're just not going to be friends anymore. And that's fine because that wasn't supposed to be designed as a friendship anyway. Man, look, all the pastors out there, I want y'all to take the time and I want y'all to find the, uh, a valuable verse a passage, a story, and I want y'all to preach on it. There's many versions of it be your own niggas in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's many of them. Give them one, babe. You see what I'm saying? Jesus. Jesus and the disciples. Mm-hmm. His own niggas turned on him. Packs. <clears throat> you see what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Jacob. You know what I mean? Like, come on, we could really talk about how it be your own niggas. David was one of them. Yeah, I know my baby knew the book like that. You know that. what I'm saying? Huh. David, Tell him, David dude. sent the nigga to war and, yeah. took, and, and, and took his wife. Facts. Facts. That's crazy. I just read about that too. Be come your own niggas, dog. <laughs> it's wild. And it was, it's like a drama feel. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Gotta pay attention. You know what I mean? Real stuff though, man. Like, it's, it's really crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, shoot, Samson and Delilah. Like, I, we really could go. There's a lot I of examples it. of it be your own niggas. I know, it. Like, real stuff. <laughs> like, so my whole thing is, man, I need I need one of y'all pastors to really do me a favor and preach it be your own niggas. Whenever you got time, I know y'all got y'all little And maybe you can label series. it differently. Y'all, it be your own folks. Yeah, it be your own folk. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Ain't no pastors going to say niggas in church. I know. I know. I know. But you, you say it at home, though, pastor. It's cool. Oh, my you, God. my nigga, though. But, uh, <laughs> we just saying it for you. That's all. We just saying it hey, for you. Man. But all in all, I'm going to tell you this, though. Oh, she about to close this damn show. You know, when she go, all in all, <laughs> she's tired as fuck of recording. Oh, uh, guys. How many minutes we at? Don't worry about it. Just keep going. Oh, no, well, we I have was, 42. Oh, 42. yeah. See, so they, they about done anyway, so... <laughs> I want to talk about the entanglement that we have between you and I. What you talking about? You know, our little entanglement that we got going on here. Oh, our entanglement. Yeah. You're funny as hell. Hey, yeah. I'm tired of talking about your girl. You and know what I mean? Jada. Yeah. I'm hey. tired of talking. Oh, my nigga Ross came in hard. Yeah, man. You got to let the people hear it. Y'all, this is called entanglement. Guess who's back? Hey now. But you still fucking with me. You still Petty. fucking with me. <laughs> hey. When me and Tori first got together, she was in an entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Y'all hear him call Jada turn this shit off. Turn it off. <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all. Yo. I was so fucking pissed. 
pissed when I heard this in the car. I was like, hold, hold the fuck up. Hold, hold the car. Entanglement, really? Then it just had me just livid. Because now I'm just like, you know what? I didn't went so damn hard for Jada. I did. I went so hard to the point where my fucking said I need to sleep on a couch. I went that hard. I swear, you was riding for it too much for me. And then he come out with this entanglement song. I know this motherfucker didn't just do this out of the blue. So it makes me feel like this was a whole marketing scheme to get her views up and to help him with his entanglement song. It's brilliant if you ask me. If, that, if that's the case, it's <laughs> it brilliant. It was. It was just like, fuck Jada. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm disappointed, y'all. It, y'all know how hard I was brilliant. riding for it. It's brilliant. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about them. Don't, don't ever get no more love on this pot. <laughs> tell you but right the song now, is, is lit, though. I will say the that. The song is definitely dope. Yeah, because I was feeling it a little bit. Like, yeah, he's really definitely talented, yeah, though. Like, is, you can't yeah. take that away he's from him. I really do like uh, August House. I, mean, I always have, though. You can't take that away from anybody, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? People, can, people got flaws. People Facts. fucked up. People do fucked up shit. Yep. But at the end of the day, man, they great at what they do. Mm-hmm. That's just what happens. And that's that's even when it comes down to R. Kelly. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, still we don't, artist. I'm not condoning what he, what he does personally. And like, we don't what he accept did personally, it. I do think R. Kelly needs to be in jail. Yeah. Like, he does. But as an artist, as a musician... You know, we can't take away from the fact that that dude is still one of the greatest artists. Yeah, he's you know, a really good artist. R and B. At the end of the day, you can't you can't take that away from that man. I agree. And we all got we all make mistakes. It's just he had shit. a platform that was larger for us all to see. And like Kim said, we don't condone anything that he says, but he is still an artist. And you got your own shit too, and you're not posting that shit either. So right. at the end of the day, what you posting on social media is the shit you want somebody to see, mm-hmm. and you, so you ain't got no right. To to be throwing stones really, at nobody you ain't got no right to be talking shit on nobody mm-hmm. because if we was to pull back the layers of the shit that you go through mm-hmm. and the shit you do in your house and the things you say to your wife and the things you do to your husband mm-hmm. or like real shit and add to the motherfucker to your girlfriend and all of that like real stuff like the things if we was to really go in and dive deep and could and lift the blinds on your shit yep it wouldn't be too fucking pretty mm-hmm. so you can't be talking shit on people like facts so i think there was something else i wanted to say but i can't think of it um so we just gonna close all right well look then if she can't forget if she can't think of it and she gave me that look i will keep talking but she gave me the look of, we like, all got yo, that look we even gotta, i even give him the look when it's time to fuck to go so now it's time to get off the pot that's that's my new book it's time to get off the pot hey man yep. once again we want to say thank you for listening thank you we want to say thank you for tuning in hey if you listened all the way to, to here we want to say look you the goat we appreciate you hey continue man share this episode subscribe leave us a rating a review uh, you know, and we'll want to, we all shit. I'm fucking this whole. All right, look, I'm going to just take it over. Thanks, boo. So <laughs> everyone needs to do their part. <clears throat> everyone needs to do their part. Have the conversation. Vote, because that is very much important. Be aware of your surroundings and the people that you surround yourself with. And last but not least, you should only have one entanglement. We'll see you guys next week. We'll holler at y'all. Peace. <laughs>